all you freaks out there, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Well, we could just cover it by saying Happy Hanarana Kwanzmas. Yes, and Happy Krampus. Krampus night knocked. It says Rhonda to the stage here. Is Krampus knocked? Yeah. Yeah. I am a big fan of Krampus for some reason. I don't know why. (laughs) It is Krampus knocked, but the real holiday, it is uh, National Bathtub Party Day. So, yeah. Can't do it at my house. My tub is way too small. Bathtub Party. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) There's also International Ninja Day. (laughs) <laughs> as well so i mean we have all the bases covered tonight <laughs> we are celebrating all the holidays international bathtub ninja party Krampus night <laughs> you can't beat that how are you guys doing good i'm doing a lot better um you know Rhonda and i were talking earlier and it just seems like this last month month and a half has just been like that steamroller that's run me over but you know i ended up getting my steroid shot in my back and uh apart from the fibro pain i really don't feel anything and then um as far as being sick i mean i took i took two covid tests and they were positive um but who knows you know tests can be negative false you know false positive but true but it's better to be safe than sorry you know yeah one thing uh, i noticed with my covid test whenever i took it like it did not take 15 minutes to determine it was like within a few seconds it was positive (laughs) it didn't play around it wasn't confused at all it knew what what i had going on the thing that's been hitting me is the covid itself was not bad at all but what's laying me up is the recovery like i I have no drive to do anything. I'm lethargic. I'm tired. I just lay in bed all day. And that's been that way for a week. That's how I was when I had COVID. I was just didn't feel like doing anything. That's why I was kind of thankful that Angie had it. Cause RJ and I both tested positive for it. And then I was like, Oh crap, what am I supposed to do? I mean, I don't, I don't want to move. And RJ had, had like the, like, I don't know what kind of COVID he had, but he was not tired. He had the exact opposite. He was just nonstop. I was like, oh, I don't. This car, this house is going to probably get burned down around me. And I would not care. I would probably be like, all right, well, at least I'm, at least I'm warm. Cause it, it, hit, yeah. it hits kids different. Mm, yeah. I was looking forward to a break when he got COVID, but I didn't, I didn't really get that. Uh, <laughs> that's probably bad for me to say. Sorry, guys. Hey, Howie. Uh, let's see. We've got CJ in the backstage area in the green room. Bring her, bring her on. Bring her on to the show here. What is up, CJ? Hi. Hey there, CJ. Just got home from dinner, so. Nice. Well, well, were you, cel- were you celebrating Krampus night at dinner tonight, or uh, or uh, are you having dinner in your bathtub? Day? <laughs> bathtub 
Right. I was out shopping for a new Christmas wreath that I'm working on for the craft show. And wow. one of the brothers from my lodge reached out and said, hey, there's a family dinner tonight for the lodge. You coming? I'm like, oh, oh okay, sure. He's like, be there in a little bit. Now. All right. Right. <laughs> so we went out for dinner and went to a steakhouse and had dinner with a bunch of the brothers from the lodge. So nice. you can't be at a dinner at a steakhouse. Yeah. I would totally. Yeah, that's 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 a great way to celebrate International Ninja Day. Right. Is uh, <laughs> a trip to the steakhouse. So good on you. That's awesome. National uh, party in the steakhouse. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and celebrate the, the the life and times of Krampus as well. <laughs> give a shout out! Give a shout out to uh, Krampus. This is your night, buddy. Yeah. Right. May your bag be full of children. I guess. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna do something different, something new. I'm gonna give a paranormal shout out to. I'm gonna pick, pick different teams each week. Give a shout okay. out. This week is. Um, Creeping Cincinnati Pair Forensics out of Cincinnati, Ohio. So go check out their page, give them a like, and nice. uh, tell them the freaks sent you. All right. And they'll be like, who are the freaks? What are you talking about? I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, get a lot for being stalkers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll, get a, I'll get a restraining order put on me. You know, cops will show up in my house. You know, the usual stuff. Uh, <laughs> the Freaking Awesome Paranormal Show is sponsored by Dutch Soy Country Candles. You know the best part about Christmas is making your house smell good. Maybe it's not the, maybe it's not the best part of Christmas, but it's a really good part of Christmas. And the of the lights. From it is. Camp. Right. And you can, you can make your house smell good with all natural soy candles. CJ, you like your house to smell good, don't you? Yes. There's the yes. black teak wood right there. That's my favorite. Yeah, yes. I had the sugar cookie one going and earlier today and made me want to go out to the store and actually buy cookies because <laughs> I felt like eating the candle and I'm like, I can't do that. Anyway. We have the chocolate fudge going, the Ooh. chocolate fudge brownie going. Man, I that that's dangerous. It is. It's like it that is, and anything sugar cookie, man. It's yeah. like, I want all the sweets then. I'm more of a, like, I like the spice candles, like the holiday candles, like the Christmas, right. the pine tree, like the cookies, the cinnamon spice pumpkin pie. Those are my favorite types of candles. The um, flowery candles are kind of strong. Some of them are okay. I can deal with it. A lot of times it might, might give me a headache, but the, like, soon as, like, September gets here, I break out the pumpkin spice mm. candles and stuff, so... This is really like the, my favorite candle time of year. How, what what are your favorite types of candles? Like, uh, what kind of flavors or scents do you enjoy smelling? Usually, me, um, I like the clean scents. Usually, mm -hmm. like you know, like clean or linen, like or linen, yeah, smells beachy. But I got a candle for fall that was it's an all natural one. It wasn't from Dutch soy, but I am going to get some Dutch soy. But it was called. Apple cider donut. Ooh, I just found that. And it does sound smells good. so good. good. So good. It does sound good. How about you, CJ? Uh, I actually was being an 80s kid recently when I found out that the company that I was going through did a line for one of my favorite cartoons when I was younger, Strawberry Shortcake. 
and they made a whole lot of strawberry shortcake candles. So I bought I bought two of them, and one I think was a peach scent, and the other one was the strawberry one. And so I was burning those, but I don't know something's wrong with them. Like the wicks short out too quickly. Hmm. So. I haven't been able to burn them lately without the wicks almost going out because the wax fills up too much and almost covers the short wicks on them now. So I think I burned them down a little bit much. That is crazy. Let's see. My Wi-Fi is the connection is, is unstable. I don't know what that means. Just like the rest. My, yeah, just like the show was unstable. The, um, <laughs> my sister had the strawberry shortcake baby doll. Right, and if you squeeze it, it blew like a strawberry scent out of its mouth, and I would sit there just like huffing it, like I was doing drugs. <laughs> when I was like, I was like ten years old. It smelled so good. I still have my entire strawberry shortcake doll collection, the little figurines. Yeah, in the eighties, I have the originals. That's that is awesome. Yeah, God, it smelled so good. I think I like the blueberry one the best. Maybe blueberry pie or blueberry muffin or whatever her name was, or Huckleberry yeah. Finn. <laughs> <sighs> How about you, CI? What is your favorite uh, candle scent? I, I like <clears throat> anything to do with like the backwoods, like evergreen or wintergreen or those those um, you know woodsy smells, outdoor smells, like teak wood. Yeah, teak wood. Yeah. And- all the all the normal, you know. Well, not normal because I'm not normal, but no, no. I mean, that's <laughs> outdoors. That's overrated. More like, <laughs> I mean, what a scary place to be. Normal. Yeah, right. right. That is not what we are for sure. Oh, I totally get the that outdoor wood smell though, because when I do when I when I buy unpainted wood and I do my projects on it. I love the smell of that cut wood before I paint it. Like just the smell of it actually being wood instead of the cheap stuff. CJ oh. buys lumber to huff wood. <laughs> there was actually a, there was there was actually there was actually a candle, a Yankee candle called two by four. It was like a, a like a father and Father's Day. They had like a man collection of candles, mm-hmm. and one was like leather, like a leather leather chair. One was like mown, like freshly mowed grass, and another one was two by four, and it smelled like if you took a thing of like a, a bag of pencil shavings and suck your nose into it. <laughs> basically, what it smelled like it smelled like wood. So, if you enjoy the smell of wood, that would have been the candle. Actually, there was the one called um, on tap, which was a beer. Oh, nice flavored candle, which it smells like a Dean Winchester candle, huh? Or you know, you know when you go to a party and there's beer spilled on the floor, and yep. it's that 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 old beer smell. That oh, is great. basically house smell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the floor of a the floor of a frat house smell. Pretty much. <laughs> Those candles did not last very long. But right. yeah, we call that the scent of Dean Winchester. Oh, yeah. there Leather, exactly. spilled beer, and new car smell. Yeah. My friend runs a um, metaphysical store and I was there this weekend for a little bit and she actually made me a pendulum board and she burned it with one of those etching things. And she, they were all laughing because as soon as I get it, the first thing I'm doing is smelling it. 
because it smelled like chessboard <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> so I was sniffing it too. I like the smell of wood. The freaking awesome smell show. Hang on, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> share this out to somebody. Whoop. We had, we're Sarah, who we had on the show a couple uh, last week. Was it last week? It was last week. We had her on the show. Mm-hmm. She's trying to figure out how to watch, how to watch the show. So I'm going to send her the link. Boop. Boop. All right. There we go. Now she can join, join the fun. So we're going to do EVPs or electric, electronic voice phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I messaged CR. I'm like, do you want to do reactions or do you want to do supernatural news? And she's like, let's do, let's go EVPs. I'm like, okay, let's do EVP. So I'm going to get CR to play his totally awesome EVP. Are you, you going to play the one that you captured at the school? Yeah, I'm going to do the schoolhouse. I have probably, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six of them. And I only caught, I only caught activity on the, on the schoolhouse as far as I know. Um, okay. And as, as far as EVPs good one, go, though. yeah. Yeah. As far as EVPs go, these are kind of crude because, you know, I'm learning. But, um, yeah, I can go ahead and, and uh, play the school if you want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. This is Chris, 1124 a.m. In the 5th, 6th, one-room schoolhouse. Is anybody here? Is the school alarm here? What you mean? Just wanted to thank you for being light and happy and teaching all the children that came through this building. Have a good day. This is so that was the school and like you heard um it was from the 1800s it was a district 96 one room one room schoolhouse um and the site that it captured this at is dakota city heritage village which is here in farmington minnesota and um it's a conglomeration of buildings from all around um the state pretty much um, that have been brought on to the Dakota County fairgrounds and, and uh, saved from the, the wrecking ball. And, um, you know, I, I, I've got feelings in all of those buildings. I've been out there. I've never felt anything um, dark or something that wants to hurt you. Um, it's always light and, and jovial and maybe a little mischievous, but that was that was pretty much the only activity there that I have caught on EVP. Now, it may have been hard to hear on your phone, but what was captured was basically it sounded like children were playing mm-hmm. right outside um, the window of where you where you were. I did hear what sounded like someone talking. Was there somebody there like close by? No, I I was the only one in. And the door was shut. All the windows were shut. I was the only one in there. Wow. 
Well, that was interesting. That was a really I cool. I heard it laughing. Movie. You did? Yeah, like they're playing. <clears throat> yeah, you can hear what sounds like children giggling and playing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Sarah from uh, Pungo Paranormal, she said she definitely heard that. She said, holy crap, I definitely heard that. So that is awesome, man. Yeah. And that place. Um, so that's that's when uh, that's right around the time that CJ and I started Spirited Investigators Paranormal. Um, and so I was, you know, we live in, in different parts of the state. Well, she lives out of state, but. Um, I'm a couple hours away. Yeah, a couple hours away. So um, we've done investigations, but with their their solo and guest investigations, and then we throw the evidence at each other and kind of break it down. And oh, did you hear this or did you hear that? So yep, she's heard a lot of this stuff. And then usually when I go on site, I'll take a bunch of pictures, and she can she can sense stuff out of the pictures that I take. And yeah, it can get really weird sometimes. The biggest one was at Dakota City. It was the blacksmith shop. Yeah. I, I took a picture of that and she's like, Do you know if there was a, you know, taller, older gentleman that, you know, was gruff but was like a teddy bear? And I did research and I talked to our site supervisor and she was like, Oh yeah, that was uh that was Bill. Yeah, that was a really really weird thing because it was like there was a movie playing in my head of that building and I kept seeing him duck out of that building and it was like, this was a big dude. And I was like, but I know he is not like the feeling he gave was like, he was just a happy dude. Like he was, he was one of the softest teddy bear people. Like if he wanted a hug, he was the one that was like, okay, come here. I'm going to give you a hug. Like this was that dude. And I was like, where's this coming from? But I kept seeing the same guy going in and out of this building and it was, he was just this big dude, but like soft hearted guy. Like mm-hmm. there's something going on there. I don't know what that is, but yeah. And that was the first time I've seen that happen with a picture. I've never gotten things off pictures before. So that one shocked me. Really? That's mm-hmm. really cool. That's yeah. It was amazing. a new thing. I was like, where did that come from? Hmm. And then I got a few other things from other pictures that he's shown me. I still can't explain the railroad one though, that you showed me with that hallway. It's that still doesn't make sense to me. Oh, the, the, the museum that I work at now. Yeah. Yeah. I sent Um, her a picture of the front entrance and she was like, I have no idea how anybody walks through that door. Yeah. Mm. Like super loud. It was like one of those places where you would cup your ears and just be like, Oh my God, it's loud. And then there was one other place that you showed me too. It was like a hallway. And for some reason I kept seeing flood, lots Mm. and lots of water flood. I don't know why, but like there was water like rushing down this hallway but there's no explanation because it's never happened. Right. Maybe you look but at something that thing. might, that might happen in the future. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You know. It was like, I was, it was like, I was standing in that hallway all of a sudden. It's like my brain jumped to that location and I was standing mm-hmm. in that hallway and there was all this flood of water coming at me. And wow. I'm like, what happened? What is this? There was a flood at some point. There was water rushing towards someone at some point. And he it could said, have no, happened before no the before the uh, place was built. Maybe I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah, it was it was kind of like it was like being in a hallway on the Titanic, and there's all oh. this water rushing at you from this hallway. Like, oh my god, I'm going to die if I don't get out of here. Was the feeling? It was the strangest oh. thing. Still can't explain it. 
Well, that is pretty creepy. Next time you do that schoolhouse, you got to do a live or something so I can check it out. CR. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Probably won't be out there till till spring, but because uh, they're just oh. they're just doing their uh, uh, holiday in the village uh, last weekend and this weekend, and they're shut down till spring. And that little jail cell thing there is a keg as a powder keg waiting to explode. Yeah, I've, so I've something spent, not right about that place. I've spent many of hours in that jail as an interpreter so in the in in the wild west clothing and i can tell you it's it's an un, it's it's an uneasy feeling yeah because when you showed me the pictures of that it was like boom was how it felt like that it was waiting to explode and i was mm -hmm. like okay well that's not good too much energy way too much right it was like putting water into a container that was too small for it you know and mm -hmm. like hoping it's not going to blow up. <laughs> it was kind of insane. That's crazy. And then there was, yeah. And then there was one other building that he showed me. It wasn't at that location. It was a different one. I think it was like on an army barracks or something. I can't remember, but there was this old house. There's this old house that was there and he showed it to me and I was like, Oh my God, I can't even look at that place. What is wrong with that place? And I was like, this looks like a place out of a horror movie. Like, if I go to that building and open the door, there's going to be, like, a big monster with machete staying there trying to kill me. Like, freaking Freddy Krueger or Jason Voorhees or, you know, whoever is going to come running out of this building, like, trying to kill me. That's what's wrong with this place. What is that? And I never could explain it. Mm. Do you remember that? I, I don't... That that might it was have kind been... of a creepy old building that was there. Remember, and I was like, it the way it feels is out of a horror movie. Like, yeah, I don't, a bad I don't place. know what site I showed that because I don't think it was Dakota City. No, no, it wasn't. I think it was some old, um, like, what was it? An old army barracks or something that you had shown me pictures from? Something, yeah, some kind of base. Yes. I think like um, maybe Fort Ridgely or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I just remember you showed me that and like, whoa, nope, I'm not going anywhere near that place. Mm -mm. Right. Wow. Well, there's definitely some place I need to come visit when I go up to go up to Minnesota, right. and uh, we take our our road trip. We'll have to make there. plans to meet up there and go to some of those locations and figure out what's going on. Definitely, definitely. Well, the, this next EVP is, is one of mine. Since you guys are into the Civil War, this was actually captured at Cold Harbor Battlefield. Yeah. Um, Angie and I had had gone out to meet a friend of ours out there, and um, we had pulled up out and went to one of the parking spots on the battlefield, and we started a necrophonic session. And I asked, uh, what happened out here? And you hear a voice saying, it's in the museum. What happened out here? That was clear as day. Clear as day. It was awesome. like you were standing right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that was, um, there's still like, it's still like, you know, 
nonchalant about it too. You're know, like, it's in the museum. Don't why are you asking me for? Right. You know. And that's so I thought that was uh pretty neat. And this next one is actually recorded at Bell Nemus plantation. And uh if Howie's still watching, this is one of uh, I think it's our third investigation out there. And um it's we're in the dining room area, we are setting up the, the, the home base or the con, as we like to call it. And uh, you hear uh, two children uh, playing around the dining room table. But uh, there was no there were no children there at the time. Um, yeah, I'd like to see that. We would have caught it in, in one of the other rooms, too. Did you, yeah, there you go. Did you hear it? Jeez. It was like they were standing right next to you. I know. That's insane. I was kind of like my situation where you, you know. Wow. Yeah, I felt bad because the child, the kid was like, hear us because we're important. Like, I don't know, maybe they've been trying to communicate with people for so many years. And they're finally like, look, listen, we're here. We're important, too. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know how it is when, like, adults get together with their families and mm-hmm. the adults are in a room doing their <clears throat> the adults are in their room doing what they want to do and then the kids are feeling like they're left out so they'll go up to the adult and try and get attention yeah mm-hmm. i think that's probably what that was yeah or imagine you be your kid and everyone just ignoring you for like for so long and finally they're like all right listen we're important too mm-hmm. yeah well, you need to hear us. Yeah. You know? And, you know, you get a lot of stuff like that on EVPs. We were, of course, we've done Hamilton High School, which is a high school that was built in 1910. And when we were investigating the auditorium that was there, we got an EVP. John got an EVP that said, they're watching us. Meaning us watching them. Yeah. They, they're they're, watching they knew us. you were there. Yeah. That's really cool. That's uh, intelligent right there. That's awesome. Yep. That is really neat. And uh, do one more of mine, and then we'll do the uh, we'll do the um, do the compilation ones. So this is um, we are. I was doing a cleansing with Dennis, and um, it was a man, his wife, their dog, and Dennis and I. And you'll hear the guy saying, Sadie, come here, because I think the dog was acting up. And you'll hear, uh, sounds like a young man saying, shut up, old man. (laughs) It's old Catholic church. So this isn't just a layman that doesn't know what they're talking about. Come here. You hear it? Yeah. Ooh, yep. It was kind of fast. Like, shut up, old man. Shut up, yep. old man. <laughs> yep. I guarantee that was yep. not any of us. 
saying that. No, you guys would have remarked on something like that. Kind of, yeah. kind of sounded a little aggravated too. It was a, it was a. Yeah, like oh, yeah. he was tired yeah. of someone's shit. Yep. Yeah, it, I think it was whatever was fucking with those people, uh, was was not happy that we were there. And, probably pissed uh, off at Dennis, knowing that Dennis is ordained. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if he was mad at Dennis or, or mad at the guy for, you know, scolding the dog. Yeah. Probably mad at the guy for scolding the dog. Yeah. I would say that's, that's was, more than that's likely because it was after, the, after he got after the dog. Yeah. Right. That's, that's kind of what I, what I was thinking. Probably like, you know, leave the dog alone. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Sarah's like, that sounds like a teenage boy. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Because they have a son, and I'm not sure if it was his energy, you know, because sometimes uh, he's still alive. This, but just like Randy in the in the um, rancher, uh, um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it could have been his essence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. CJ and I, CJ and I were kind of going through some of um, the evidence from what was it, the latest. Um, the investigation that those two did. Oh, did yeah, anybody no, no. go back and listen to that? I haven't had a chance to yet, but I'm going to, I'm going to, Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So there's... one hour and nine minutes and 36 seconds in, if you go right to that spot and listen for about 30 seconds, a man's voice comes up and you can't understand what the first part is that he's saying. But after that, it sounds like he says, and later I'm going to be with you. And then something, something, and then I'll be with you. And then it cuts off. There's like a full freaking sentence right there. Was it DNM Paranormal? Yeah. Yeah, it was the yep. one that you posted last night. I went to listen to mm-hmm. it. And they didn't even remark on that full sentence that came out of the box. I no. was like, how did they not remark on that? That was insane. Right. That was a full mm-hmm. sentence. And we heard, uh, we heard Melissa say her name a couple of times yeah she yeah. said her name quite a few times there were quite a few questions and you could hear Melissa. yeah she yep. does quite often mm-hmm. right. yeah I'm and then there was a voice that said killed at one point which is really quick kill yeah i'm gonna see if i can find that we listen to it live on the show yeah go to 109.36 that's right about where it starts 109 so it was there, we're at 109.37 now. Okay. Yeah. So probably 109.36. It's right about there where it starts to pop up. Okay. One, go. All right. So 109. We'll start at 109.23. Okay. I love hugs. <laughs> Holy shit, I hear that. Yeah, I, I will be with you. Yeah. Yep. And later I will be with you. And then right after that, it gets kind of choppy a little bit, but mm-hmm. then it sounds like, and then with you, and then it cuts off. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'll, I'll be with you. And then it ends. And then in a, in a couple minutes, you hear that same man's voice say like one word. You're right. strong. I know you can do it. There you go. You want to get.
I can't believe no one mentioned that because that's yeah, like there was no remark about that whole sentence. I think I guess maybe since it's kind of a long uh, live that some people start to tune out when it gets close yeah. to the end. But but I mean, the people that were investigating, they said nothing. Right. And it came across the voice box. Full yeah. sentence. You know, no, they like, were so they were clearly using dowsing rods. So they were probably so into that. They right. weren't paying attention as much to the box. Yeah. Probably one of those things where they'll, they'll have it live, but then they'll go back and review yeah. it and be like, okay. Because they pay, they're paying attention to other things. Yeah. But, right. I mean, but that yeah, was, that was incredible. Yeah. It said, it said something oh, yeah. and I was like, what the heck was that? And then it's like, and later I will be with you. And then something and then end with you. And then it cuts off. Pungo Paranormal was saying that it sounded like a teenage boy. Uh, it sounds like an older man to me. I think she was talking about the EVP that, that, I, about, I oh, that previous there. one. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, the shut up old man. That was a that was right. a boy. Okay, that was a teenage yeah. boy. This this one we just listened to yeah. was an old man. It sounded like someone who like the voice reminded me of someone who like speaks like at church when he's giving sermon. Yeah, it's kind of an, like an old timey voice. Yeah, yeah, you know. And the way he says it too, I will be with you. Very dramatic, right, very right. theatrical. Yeah, um, very much like a sermon. Yeah, yeah. that's Which what it reminded comes... me of. Was like an old preacher that was like, "And God will be with you, and with you," and that's what it reminded me of. But this one said, "I'll be with you." So I have to wonder, was it a spirit saying, "I'm going to hang around and maybe attach myself to one of you guys later"? Right. That's creepy in the brick ranch. Yeah, it is. The, Especially the if only, it's in the basement. The only thought that I have is, uh, Ryan, you said that that land uh, was very integral during the Civil War. And, yeah. and the North and South pasts. Oh. What I'm thinking is just before battle or on Sundays, they would have the um, Christian Commission come out. Oh. Okay, be, yeah. that makes a lot more sense now. Yep. And then there's a line. Do you remember where it was, Chris, where there was a line just before that where she says, where do you guys want us to go? The basement? Do you want us to stay in the basement? And there's just like this ha 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 laugh. And I was like, that was creepy. Yeah, that was that was earlier on. Yeah, because they were deciding where to go next if they were going to stay in the basement or move to a different area. Mm -hmm. And you just hear this ha 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 ha. I was like, no, yeah. no, that, that uh, I was I was sitting on my bed with the lights on and I got the goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, whoever's in, in that basement attached itself to heaven and me. Oh, I remember that, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, that's it, and that's uh, what it is. Yeah. Whatever it is, it is not human. No, yeah, it's never been. I got that too when I was when it's I was watching human. some of the videos that he sent me and some of the pictures and stuff. I was like, there's something not good there. But there's a second entity that's down there too. That it's it's hiding it, it it it's hiding itself in a corner, and it's projecting things out to people to make them more scared. It mimics of what's down there. Yeah, mm -hmm. it has a tendency to mimic other people's fears, and it tends it also has a tendency to manifest itself as whatever it thinks you will understand. Be it a man, yeah, or a woman, be it a child, be whatever. Right, right. Because it was just this entity and it was like it was hiding back in this corner away, like leave me alone. <laughs> but if you got anywhere near it, what I got was it's projecting images out to people to scare them off. Just it was oh. kind of that 
leave me alone, leave me alone. Here's what I want you to see to make you leave me alone. So my question is, I, I know there's something that likes to hide around the back of the stairs there. Mm -hmm. Is there, is there another one that likes to hide in that, uh, the, the hole in the, in the brick face there on the other side of the room? Well, I think they, it's all this is the same one. Yeah, they, I think it's the same entity. Moves between the two, the two, yeah. uh, because it doesn't places. stay in one spot. It moves around that whole area back there, right. but it makes you more scared than you should be. It projects images out at you to make you more scared. So the question is, is it actually a demon or something negative or is it that thing? Right. Is it that well, thing being able to project something powerful, but maybe not demonic, maybe just something there to scare you. Yeah. Even Sarah. watching, even watching that, um, investigation last night i got an uneven feeling when i mm -hmm. saw where they were in the basement right if you listen at the very beginning there's a voice in there that keeps interrupting the other spirits that are talking you can hear it interrupting and trying to stop them from talking sarah so. says it's a tall man with an evil smile it looks like the looks like the guy the mask from the uh movie the black phone yeah, I agree with um, Sarah. Every time I've been down there, it's been, it's not human. It's never been human. It's more of a, you know, I'm not really sure. I've heard a couple things when I was down there from other spirits, like maybe like a shapeshifter or something of that nature, but it really feels like it's probably elemental and something. Yeah. Maybe, cause maybe from the natives that they created to. That's also possible. Yeah. yeah, it could be something that they placed on the land to protect the area or to curse the area after people tried to take that land away from them or something. Mm -hmm. That's always possible. But yeah, what I what it basically told me when I watched some of that was I project things out to scare people off. Leave me alone. Yeah. So yeah, Sarah says it's from the natives. So that's yeah. my, that's my guess as well. Yeah. So well, let's, yeah, let's let's see what you got from YouTube there. It'd be yeah, interesting to see what's out. out there. Let's see here. So this is the first one is we're gonna go, we're gonna go away from ghosts and we're gonna go into the Bigfoot territory. Sweet. Aha. It says the Bigfoot in, in Oregon screams heard late at night on a reservation video. This is a four-minute long video. So I'm gonna go ahead and play the whole thing. All right. Okay. Creepy. All right. Kind of sounds doggish, hyena-ish, but you can hear it going off in the background Ooh. right now. Wow. It's really kind of strange, just to say the least. Uh, it's been going off for about 15, 20 minutes so far um, by the fire station. And uh, it's pretty crazy. So if you can listen, that'd be crazy. Hold on. sounds like laughter kind of like a hyena yeah can you imagine that to me screams wendigo it's it's something else i don't know that is like a yeah, very 
loud they get again laughing sound like very shrill almost like yeah. a, like a monkey sounding you know or, you hear in, in the woods jungle i guess oh really doesn't sound that bigfootish to me no it yeah. doesn't no i i actually think uh, it might be a stretch but the old legend of coyote the trickster i almost yeah. think it might be that too that or a Wendigo. I don't remember skinwalkers having the ability to scream like that. So I don't think it's a skinwalker. Because I've never heard any skinwalker legends where anything screams. Right. But it could yeah. be Coyote. I mean. Because he liked to. He liked to. Like you said. Coyote the trickster. He, he yes. was always up to mischievous stuff. Right. And this is, right. This is um, Navajo legend. Right, right. What do you think, Rhonda? I kind of agree with Sarah. Sarah just points that it sounds more elemental, and I have to say I agree with that as well. Yeah. 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 And it could be that if it's coyote, coyote could be an elemental that was summoned as well. So yeah, I've never heard laughter associated with Bigfoot. Like no. yeah, no. that I've I did on Mountain Monsters, but then that show was like super, super fake. So <laughs> right. Yeah. So the next one is called the scariest EVP scream ever recorded. So that's a that's a pretty tall order to live up to. Let's see if it's the truth. Hey everybody! Uh, once again, I'd just like to give you just a, a little bit about what you're hearing and what to expect. Um, this was recorded in my sister's bathroom in an apartment complex in Folsom. Now, it wasn't an old apartment complex. In fact, it was probably no more. This was in his sister's bathroom. What is it with ghosts in bathrooms? Right. I come across a lot of ghosts that are in bathrooms. Yeah. Jeez. It's, I mean, it's, come on. What? Little pervy there, ghosts. Come on. <laughs> Hopefully they can't smell because usually bathrooms think pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serves them right for being in there in the first place. Right. More than 10 years old. It was a pretty nice place, but my sister had a tendency to um, conjure or bring about some of the uh, really, really bad ones, you know? And uh, so anyways, she Wait, always felt really, really uneasy in her bathroom. Yeah, why would you conjure a ghost in your bathroom? That's kind of a weird right. place. To <laughs> Are you sure you was talking about conjuring a ghost or did she just have Taco John's? Well, that's probably what it was. <laughs> Taco John's. That's supposed to be a, a bad Min one there. <laughs> must be a Minnesota thing. Play uh play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, do Ouija board in the bathroom. That's fun. <laughs> so one night uh, when I had the chance to to stay over, I had uh set this recorder <clears throat> in her bathroom and I had let let it record overnight. That's creepy in and And you're gonna hear uh um, oh, yeah. Her baby uh, was, you know, only a few months old back then, and she was crying a lot in the middle of the night. And uh, we were all completely sound asleep. Uh, we all slept right through this. Nobody heard a thing. Uh, and there's this clicking sound, and you're going to hear it. There's this constant clickety, clickety, clickety. I have looked everywhere in that bathroom, and I could not find anything that would make that noise. I just don't know where it came from. But the scream, okay, this scream is the most blood-curling, crazy, scariest 
a really just strange scream I've ever heard. And it's not like a scream that's off in the distance and you're like, oh, somebody screamed. No, no, no. This shit is, it's loud, okay? So just be prepared. You don't need to have your speakers up really loud to hear this. Okay. Holy Jesus. Wow. That was a I'm gonna die scream. Yeah. Yeah. I have that to wonder if maybe there was a creepy. murder nearby and and what she ended up with was the victim. Right. Ooh. Like, you mm. know, like he said, it was a newer apartment building, but you know, there's there's always history on the land. It could be a replaying of something that happened. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was that was freaky. I would not want to hear that in. Yeah, that my one gave bathroom. me chills. Yeah, <laughs> no. Was it the scariest EVP scream ever recorded? I don't know about that. Uh, he was building up, but on it. it was uh, it was definitely scariest in the bathroom. Maybe <laughs> maybe a scariest EVP re- scream he ever recorded. Right. Um, but having it in your house like that especially if you're not into the paranormal and if you're no. trying to raise a kid and you know the you know yeah that's uh yeah. that would be freaky. the scary thing not the fact that i hear it on evp but the fact that i'm raising a child and that's where we're living mm-hmm. imagine that being awake and actually scary, hearing yeah. it yourself right and there's nothing there to explain why it happened or how mm-hmm God, that would be. Uh. I mean, of course, you can go. You can go to the um, Department of Records and, and get the record of history for that plot of land, but it's not going to tell you everything. No. You know? Sometimes you don't want to know. You yeah, know, right. kinda sometimes you're better off. Better to just ignore right. it and hope it goes away without having really digging into uh, the history of the yeah. place. Because sometimes it's better not to know. Right. Yep. Hope it's a one-time thing and just move on with your life. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we'll finish this out. Well, here's a video caught by Shadows Abound, which you guys had on your show, Rhonda, on yep. Sunday. So I'm going to give a shout-out to them and play um, something they captured. It's not really an EVP. It's more of a visual thing, but okay. here we go. So full spectrum. So something above Greg in the ceiling flew down. So what do you think that was that floated around? Looked like an orb, but you know what people say about orbs. Dust and bugs mostly. Right. But that was that was a little weird. Do it again, Ryan. Do it again. All right. It was an interesting shape. I will say that. Yeah, it was. Right, right there. <clears throat> what the heck? Because he kind of stayed still. Uh, yeah. Falls back down again. What the heck? It almost looked coily like a snake. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, for a second there, it almost looked like a smoke, just not a it, lot of the smoke. Right. Like, like a ring of smoke. 
Yeah. Right. And then as it turned, it looked like it was coiled like a snake. Kinda kinda ectoplasmy, but Yeah. Well, that was a weird one. It's definitely up to your interpretation. Uh guys, yeah. you want to check out check out Shadows Abound uh there on YouTube. They got a lot of uh -huh. bunch of cool videos on there. <clears throat> and if you want to hear some good interviews, so you can listen to our interview we did with them on the Freaking Awesome Paranormal show. And you can listen to their late interview with uh Howie on Ron and on Rhonda. Howie and Rhonda <laughs> <laughs> on the Orion effect. That was not that happened. kind of show, Ryan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's that's uh, a little Freudian slip there. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that was recorded on a Sunday night, so um, they're really good guys. So go check them out. Yeah, and also. Uh, DNM, D and M Paranormal. That is where you will find the live feed we just watched um, from the um, Brick Rancher. Brick Rancher. Um, yeah. yeah. Sarah from Pungo Paranormal, which is also on YouTube. Go check them out. Uh, she says um, she was about to say ectoplasm. It could be. Yeah. I yeah, mean, just no. the way it kind of hovered for a little bit and then yep. went up and came back down again. So. Ryan, what was the name of the gentleman that we interviewed? Uh, he was a past security officer. Oh, was that? Oh, God. His last name was Runyon. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Crap. He's a good guy. I feel bad anyway, for Jason Runyon, um, maybe. He had an EVP. He was a security guard at a... Um, cemetery and he would go around he'd have to lock up the um the columbariums and the 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 family um oh, i forget the name for him the yeah, family yeah. Friends. yep and he went into this one columbarium building and he was talking to a kid and it was like the kid was right there it was just insane what I should do is we should do one day is or some like next year, we'll get uh, a bunch of guests. We'll message a bunch of guests we had them on before and tell them to send send us their best EVPs. Oh, that we'll play yeah, them cool. yeah. and react to them. Mm -hmm. um, I'll get them to then I'll, I'll put them on YouTube and we'll do like a playlist type thing because oh, yeah. I, I would love to uh, hear that more clear because I think he played it, but it wasn't very. It was I don't know. It was it was good, but I love to, to right. give to give to a wider audience. Yeah, that might be a, a fun a fun thing to do. Um, let's see here. Oh, uh, do do do. Here we'll we'll start. We'll play um the six terrifying ghost EVP recordings and see what they sound like. What do you guys think? Yeah, do it All up. Number six, we're not dead. In January 2010, the American Paranormal Research Association was conducting a paranormal investigation inside the Linda Vista Community Hospital in Los Angeles, California. Which is no longer there. The hospital originally opened in 1904 and was prosperous, providing patients with things like butter, eggs, vegetables, poultry, and fresh milk something no hospital did at the time. 
1924, a fire burned it down, but it was rebuilt and functioned well for decades. But by the 70s, this place began its decline, and soon the neighborhood around it also became less affluent, which affected its funding. This directly led to the decline in the quality of care workers there, as well as doctors. It was officially closed in 1991, and stories about the mistreatment and abuse of patients became rampant. After it was closed, the hospital became a center for paranormal investigations and was also used in various Hollywood films. Guards there reported seeing shadows and hearing weird humming sounds and even cries in the night. Those who visit have also said they've been pushed and touched by unseen hands. In particular, there are three reported spirits that haunt the hospital. This includes an orderly making the rounds, a little girl seen crying, and a young woman pacing the hallways. When the paranormal researchers conducted their investigations, they were exploring the basement area when they recorded an unusual EVP. They inquired how the spirits were actually connected with the hospital, and surprisingly, they actually got a response. Here is the audio in which you can hear the voice say, We're not dead. How are you associated with the hospital? Did you hear it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty neat there. I remember watching that. I remember watching the uh, Ghost Adventures um, episode that was at the Linda Vista Hospital. Those are old hospitals are just creepy. They are. They are. You know? Even more so than like prisons or places like that, just because of like all the different kinds of people that were in a hospital. I mean, prisons are pretty much the same kind of people with some exceptions, but. Uh, most of the time, they're not good people. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in prison. Um, right. But but hospitals, there's so much. Like there's joy, there's sadness, there's just, you know, so all different walks of life have been in hospitals. So yeah, old hospitals yeah. are definitely uh, all kinds of energies in hospitals. And you yeah. know, I, I have a friend who was a nurse, and this is kind of on topic, but a little off topic. But she, you know, is a, was a floor nurse not a nurse but she was an assistant and she said there were certain rooms on that floor that if people went in it you knew they were probably could pass away in that room so then it made me oh. wonder like you know does that kind of energy stay in there she said there's definitely certain rooms where there was always more people who passed away i bet there was definitely some uh crazy energy in there for sure uh let's see how are you associated with the hospital? Number five, I'm not done here. In 2011, paranormal investigators explored the Cafe Sports House in the greater Manchester area. It wasn't always a pub, but was first opened as the Roxy Cinema in July of 1929. The auditorium had a distinctive circular seating area that featured raised seats, and it was capable of accommodating more than 900 people. 
The Roxy closed down in 1965 and was boarded up for several years before skateboarding became popular and it was transformed into a skate park. Eventually, it was changed into a squash club and then into the cafe sports pub that it is today. It has three floors, a massive cellar that is now a gym, a bar, and a huge bingo area that has remained fairly the same as before. For a long time, those who have explored and occupied the place have reported hearing noises coming up from inside the cellar. Shadows have also been seen in another hot spot around the corridors near the bathrooms, and a mysterious man has been spotted close to the end area of the bar. Investigators have reported unusual phenomena while inside, including seeing moving objects like punching bags swinging on their own, and even tables levitating into the air. Perhaps the most controversial and terrifying experiences was when investigators captured an EVP in 2011. It was recorded while investigators explored the pub, and in it you can hear a whispering voice telling the researchers that they are still in fact a presence in the establishment. The people standing next to the recorder at the time did not hear anything at all, and it wasn't until it was examined after that the whisper was finally heard. Here it is, so you can judge for yourself. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, that is like, I don't know if he was doing that for effect, saying it like that, but uh, he definitely got his, got his point across. Oh, uh, yeah. He does I not sound like a happy camper. Talk mm. like right. <laughs> Yeah, that's... It might get your attention. Yeah, that's, that's not a happy camper. He was not a happy no. man in life. No, no. not at all. No. That just made me have a thought about the scream in the in the um, bathroom before that clip. Because, you know, they may mention here, of course, this wasn't heard by audible ears. And the right. guy said that nobody there heard anything that night. They all were sleeping or whatever. Who's to say somebody didn't go in that bathroom to use the bathroom and that's why they were screaming? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they had maybe. to witness what that person did in the bathroom. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Or maybe yeah. somebody walked in on them using the bathroom, <laughs> the paranormal, the paranormal bathroom, and they're like, kind of like Bug Bunny pretending to be a lady and getting and doing the, doing the scream and putting up the towel. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It like goes back to what the EVP at um you know Bell Nemus, you know they're they're still there. Yeah. You know, or the, the old the old man saying, "I'm not done here." The little kid saying, "Hear us, because we're important." Yeah, trying to get our attention, right? You know, yeah. It also makes me think of like when I think about a spirit being invisible and nobody can see them, and they're like, "These people are actually looking for us." Hey, we're right here. Hello, you know. Yeah, that's what it makes me think of. Is he was really, really getting his point across, right? (laughs) So either he just really wanted their attention to get noticed or he just was a very angry man. Well, and a lot of those two, um, 
if they don't, if if there's not a lot of energy that they can pull off of, they, they're really trying hard. Right, they're yeah. trying hard. So oh, yeah. when you when you hear a whisper and you can hardly tell what it is, they're yelling. Oh yeah. That's why we tell people not to whisper when we go on a public investigation because we don't because they usually come through as um as whispers. Oh yeah. Um, and I was wondering, it's not like, always class know, A EVPs. It's rarely class A. You right. know, sometimes you'll you'll hear stuff on like ecto necrophonic and you'll or like a spirit box that doesn't sound like words. They kind of like sound jumbled. And I'm yep. wondering if sometimes a spirit was trying to talk with us. But the words come through the plane as jumbled up. Yeah. Or maybe right. they come through backwards. Yep. And we can't understand them. Right. Because they're um, on a different frequency than yeah, they are. Yeah. Lost in translation. Yeah. Exactly. That, well, they're just trying to scream it. So, like, you're losing right. it because they're screaming it because they're trying to make you hear it. Right. right. And it's like their voice is coming across as garbled nonsense when what they're hearing when they're saying is coming across as words. So they can't understand, like, why didn't you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. And why usually, don't you know what I'm saying? Usually when they're clear, crystal clear is usually when they can pull power off. Right. Of yeah. There's enough energy source there for them to yep. do that. Uh, thanks, Howie, mm -hmm. for trying to share us out. We're, I guess, we're on my Facebook page. I think I, I think we're on my Facebook page. Uh, let's go back to the other um, um, one we had before. Sarah said the same thing on Hospital Roanoke. Roanoke, they call it the death room. The nurses just know their flatliners will be in there. Um, and I think Sarah, I think she was talking. He was talking about sharing sharing the uh, the show out. Um, yeah. But uh, I will definitely share you guys out for sure. Um, we are but, also, yeah. we are also live on, uh, on my mind with CJ and CR, uh, yeah, Facebook so page. We are all over the place tonight. Let's see. We're everywhere. We're, yes, we're not done we are, here. We're <laughs> taking over. Nope. Not yet. Uh, yes. We have got a few more EVPs to listen to, and then okay. we will be done. But I don't want to go to bed. <laughs> I don't want to go to four. work tomorrow. Would you? <laughs> I think I think this is going to take a while, so I think we have a little bit, a little bit of time left. Uh, yeah. Help us. Sitting on more than a thousand acres of farmland, the Athens Lunatic Asylum, otherwise dubbed as the Ridges, has always been considered controversial and haunted. In Ohio, on January 9, 1874, the asylum first opened its doors and throughout the years has welcomed thousands of patients. The main building alone had 544 rooms, and as time went by, many more areas were added as the building was expanded. <coughs> Some of the later additions included a tuberculosis ward, gymnasium, and even a dairy barn. The building was designed so that the less severe patients were placed near the central area where they could receive interaction and socialize. Meanwhile, those who were more severe were relegated to the outer fringes of the building, far away from the exits and entrances. However, as more people started coming in, family members were dropping off not only relatives with illnesses, but also their elderly. As overcrowding became an issue, so did the quality control, and the care soon declined. 
Doctors and caregivers began to resort to primitive techniques, including shock therapy, water therapy, and transorbital lobotomies. These were some of the most dangerous treatments conducted, and they resulted in many deaths. Moreover, the living conditions were also horrifying, with some patients left restrained for months or even years at a time. With such a long and troubled history, it's no surprise the Ridges is dubbed as one of the most haunted places in the United States. Those who have explored the area report seeing a ghost dubbed as Mary walking the halls late at night. Reports also come in of people standing behind them when they're looking in a mirror. The most famous story, however, is that of a female patient named Margaret, who went missing and was later found dead in an abandoned ward. She was found in the nude and determined to have died of heart failure. However, it took nearly a month before her body was ever even found. It was badly decomposed at that point, and it had melted into the floor, leaving a stain that some say is still present today. More than just a paranormal experience, investigators also managed to capture several EVPs. In this first one, you can hear a man scream, and this was recorded in a former padded room at the asylum. Yeah, some of it. They used to have pads and stuff in there. Yeah, some of it. They used to have pads and stuff in there. See. I'm not sure if that's a scream of pain or a scream. It sounds almost like sounds sounds like someone trying to scare. Yeah, like rah. Yeah, ah, yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, it sounds more of a surprise. Yeah, yeah. or maybe it's just the sound of somebody crazy. You know, just screaming right. for no someone reason. Like, Could have like been, when you, you see the, like movies he's where they're a, like pulling their hair out, like ah, all over the place. Yeah, he's in a yeah. padded room. Right. So, right. I mean. And those yeah. are crazy just in the way they are. I used to be a uh, a pest control tech and I had to go to it was funny, it was it was a a mental hospital, but it looked like a daycare center. It was, you know, single level. And I actually had to go and work in one of these padded rooms and that is that was creepy. Those pictures are creepy. Yeah. Did it lock the door? Like... No, no, I, I, I didn't want to be. The guard oh was like, God. I can close you in if you want to feel what it's like. I'm like, no, 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 no. I put my bag between the door and the door jam. Oh, uh... <laughs> Why, yes, I am Looney Tunes. Please lock yeah. me in. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to be on the safe side there. Uh, I think uh, Howie. I think uh, Sarah misunderstood uh, what was what what uh, what was going on. Um, but we explained the whole situation, and uh, I think everything's worked out here. Let's see here. This next one is a woman saying, "Will you help us?" And you can clearly hear it. We'll play it at regular speed and then enhance so you can hear it even better. Enhance. 
That one is not as clear as no. some of the other ones. Um, yeah. It was sounded better the first time instead of the slowed down version. The slowed down yeah. version warped the sound. A lot of lot more background noise in the second yep. version of it. That's hard to yep. hear. But even the first one wasn't. Oh, wasn't you can great. hear you can hear her sadness though. Yeah, she right. wants out of there. Yeah, and just imagine again going back to I'm not done yet, and with uh, here is because we're important. These people have been trying to communicate for years. You know, and right, the fact that they know they're still there and they're asking for help, and they're caught in this perpetual, like, yeah, and they cycle. can't, they can't seem to break out of it and understand that they can leave at any time. Right. They're not no. being held there. I no. mean, you know, and and that's that's hard to think that they're doing that in the afterworld because, yeah. What would we do if we were in their situation? I mean, you know. Yeah, that's so heartbreaking. I hate those ones. The two things I hate the most is people asking for help there, and you're like, you don't know what you can do to help them, really. And children. Those are the two that break my heart is those please help us type ones. And then hearing little kids in a place where it's like you, little children should not right. be stuck somewhere. They should be yeah. leaving and heading to wherever their family is. Like that I've was, heard. What about you, Rhonda? I was going to say that one was a little harder for me because it wasn't like it was act. It wasn't an intelligent response. It was a response that was picked up. So it mm. made me to go, was that actually like a spirit that's not passed on? Or was that just a residual something from what had been there before saying, would you help us? Would you help us? Would you help? It could be like uh, maybe looking for, for always looking for a nurse to help. Yes. Right. Them or something like that. Yep. It's that the, too. Let's go to the next one. Number three. Halfway done. Get out. <laughs> That's always fun to hear. Perhaps <laughs> Dublin's most haunted landmark. <laughs> The Hellfire Club sits atop Montpellier oh, Hill. The abandoned building has had a long storied history and today is a very popular tourist attraction. William Conley initially built it as a personal hunting lodge in 1725. It's said he used the stones from an ancient burial site to build part of it. Oh, there's your After problem. he passed away, the yep. structure was rented out and became there's known as the Hellfire Club which was a gathering place for men to partake in lewd and immoral oh, acts. Rumors began to spread that the club was a frequent site of animal sacrifices because the group was involved in satanic rituals. They were also accused of kidnapping a farmer's daughter and even cannibalizing her. But it didn't stop there. People began to tell stories about how the group drank nonstop and even made a pact with the devil himself. And it's because of this that stories of the paranormal are so high at this location. Today, the stories about Hellfire Club and the countless hauntings that have beset the structure since it was abandoned still persist. Paranormal investigators who visit here talk of many strange occurrences, one of the most unsettling of which is the fact that actual EVP recordings have been captured by investigators while exploring the interior. <laughs> yep. Oh, the most famous was captured by the Kikenny Investigative Paranormal Society. The group captured a voice on a recording telling the investigators to get out. 
It's been enhanced so you can yeah, hear it well, And it will send chills down your spine. Okay, I'm Ooh. gone. I mean, it, sound, it sounded like one word. I get out. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, if yeah. I hear that, I'm gone. It just, yeah, that's that's nope, 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 nope. Bye bye. Nope. Yep. Mm -mm. I mean, it is it is it is a private club, and they're not members, so yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's possible. It's possible that it's angry too, and I have my suspicions that the things that people say happen there didn't happen there. That's what I was thinking. Right. I think a lot of that was made up because people weren't allowed to be a part of it or weren't yeah. invited. That's a startup like that. My and suspicion is people. My suspicion is it was a Masonic temple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Prop, yeah. That makes and sense. when people don't get initiated and involved, kind of like the King of France didn't get to become a Templar. So he was a little bit pissed off. Um, they make up stories. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people have told me that because I'm a member of the Masonic Order, I must be part of devil worship or, um, you know, some some stupid, stupid thing that I'm like, really? Okay, so tell me what you know about the organization. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like even even me, uh, you know, I'm part of the Sons of the American Legion. And, and there's people that go, oh, well, you guys are like a cult. No, we're not. <laughs> no. And they're like, oh, Masonic is a cult too. I'm like, no, it's it's not. Um, first of all, cults usually have one leader. There's no leader. Right. And um, they no, usually want a lot of money. Either. We pay one small fee per year. And all of the money that we raise goes to charity. So, nope. Right. <laughs> Have you uh, heard of the Shriners? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right, we're gonna we're gonna have to keep on going here because otherwise we'll be here all night. All right, um, Taskmaster, crack the whip. <laughs> dude, I am tired. <laughs> and my back is killing me. I'm the, this chair is not the most comfortable chair to be sitting. Oh, in for, I know. I have another. Hour, so. I have another bulging disc in my back. Don't remind yeah. me. Oh. So I might be making some old man noises when I get up out of this. Thank <laughs> you. I will be. So Hellfire Club, don't go in unless you're unless you're a member, because otherwise you'll yep. get killed. You'd be told to get out. They were probably yelling at Zach. Probably. Oh no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's so dramatic. All right, next. <laughs> next. Number two, I'm not crazy. Well. That can be the debated. village salon is part of a set of historic buildings that stand in the heart of Grand Cane, Louisiana. Back in the 1800s, the set of buildings once served as a barber shop and even functioned as a courthouse that managed small fines. Employees of the salon have reported several instances where they've witnessed poltergeist activity on the premises. They would constantly see moving items, electronic devices turning on and off, clothes hampers being flipped, and more. Amy, who's the owner of the salon, says she doesn't feel threatened by the spirit or hauntings, and even nicknamed the presence, calling her Brenda. 
A set of paranormal investigators conducted research there and said they did feel as if they were not alone. For the first few minutes after starting, they audibly heard the sound of what seemed to be a marble falling and rolling on the floor. But when they looked, they couldn't find anything or see any object. Moreover, they captured what seems to be a very clear EVP of a female saying, I'm not crazy. EVPs, or electronic voice phenomena, are often classified in different ways depending on how audible they are. This particular one is in Class A because it's so crisp and one of the clearest EVP recordings you'll hear. It sounds like she's saying, tell them I'm not crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wonder what... if there's someone in the history of the place that when they tell stories about that place, they say she was a nutcase or she was, you know, Looney Tunes where mm -hmm. it could have been. She's saying, no, I'm not. I wasn't crazy. Yeah, I probably, I you know, it was probably one of those people that, you know, they disagreed with their husband or, you know, something <laughs> stupid where they got called crazy by someone for that back in the day. What do you think, Rhonda? I I agree. I, I, well, it could be that, but it also made me just, you know, I don't know. It almost felt like, too, it could have been them kind of speaking within the spirit realm to other spirits that might be there. Like, I'm not crazy. These people are talking to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that, too. Where they're like, oh, I'm not crazy. Those are actual people. And they are having a conversation trying to get us to talk to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. you got you to gotta think. Because, <laughs> all right, who has a dog? <laughs> Your opinion is valid, puppy. <laughs> I mean, look at it to the point from if someone comes up to us and goes, I heard a ghost, and you're like, No, you didn't, you know, they're probably saying the same thing too. Yeah, because when we go into a building asking if anybody's there, we have to wonder how they see us. Mm -hmm. Like, do they see us as the weird people walking into the building? Or do they see us as the ghosts? And they're like, I'm seeing something that I'm not used to seeing. What is this? Right. Have you guys seen the movie The Others? Yep. Yeah, uh, I think so. so. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of it's like that where, you know, they're the the people, the ghosts thought they were, they were living. Yep. But then, yeah. And then these people move in and they're mm -hmm. thinking they're ghosts. It's just, it was just a weird, it's like seeing. Yeah. Seeing it a ghost point of view. Was that of, the one with Nicole Kidman where yeah. she, her daughter yeah. started acting strange and then things started happening and she like thought her daughter was possessed and the house was haunted and it turns yeah. out they're the ghosts. They, they didn't realize they were dead. Yeah. 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 They, they didn't realize that they were the ghosts. Mm-hmm. That'll be a good one to watch. That was a good. Yeah. That was a good good movie. Um, yeah. So definitely a recommend from the a freaking awesome paranormal show. Let's see, two more left. Number one. Oh, one more left. Get out! Help us. 
Oh, Queen Mary. One of the most famous haunted ships ever known is that of the Queen Mary. CJ, you it was first you. built in the 1930s and is larger in size when compared to the Titanic. Throughout its history, oh. it served as a transport luxury liner and even a World War II ship before it was eventually retired. Over the years, the Queen Mary has seen countless deaths. Some of the more famous ones include that of John Henry, who was a young man that died when he was trampled to death after trying to flee a fire. It's said that various bright lights and knocking can be heard in the engine room, and that this is believed to be John. Meanwhile, in the pool area, several guests and investigators have seen the apparitions of a little girl who unfortunately died while sliding through the banister when a wave upset her course and she ended up breaking her neck. Her ghost is said to haunt the area, and she wanders around looking for her doll and mommy. In addition, two other women died in the same area, and guests also regularly see them. One of the most brutal deaths, though, was that of a cook who was murdered because the troops didn't like the meals he prepared. He was stuffed inside the oven and burned alive, and his desperate screams can still be heard to this day. Okay. I've that makes that, that is kind of, that is okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of uh kind of like why if it, the troops did not like the meals he served, so they stuck him in an oven and cooked him. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. No. I'm calling bullshit on this one. Yeah, that that's that doesn't make any sense. I did hear a story again on Ghost Adventures. Uh, about a, a cook that was that was or maybe a prisoner that was cooked that was thrown into a pot at, in the West Virginia penitentiary. Yep, that one. That did makes happen. more more sense than the troops yep. cooking a shit. That doesn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. I I call yeah. BS on that story. I'd also call happened. BS on the on Jackie the little girl in the pool because um, there's no history of a little girl dying. No. They and have ships seen a kitchen. little girl at the other pool. Today, the Queen oh, Mary. Right. But there's no proof Mary that she's currently decommissioned there. and has yep. been transformed into a hotel and museum with ghost tours available for those willing to brave the haunted vessel. And indeed, ghost hunters and paranormal investigators report. That right there is the clearest ghost I've ever seen. Right there. Look at that picture. <laughs> <laughs> that is, oh my so gosh. Yeah, it is. That's that's awesome. Reminds me of the picture that goes around on Halloween every year, with a Kleenex with eyes on it, put onto a piece of of tape and hung on the desk. A real ghost caught on tape. Ghost yep. caught on tape. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that a multitude of apparitions and sightings have been seen throughout. In one instance, they caught an EVP when the American Paranormal Research Association searched through the first class pool area and capture the voice of a girl saying, get out and help us. As mentioned, the pool area is notoriously haunted. Okay, which is it? Does she want them to get out, or does she want them, them to help her? So make up oh, your mind. You know? you want me to, yeah. Is it possible something bad happened there, and she's repeating the same scenario over and over again, trying right. to warn other people to stay out of the area, but yet the people that are in danger of that situation repeating over and over again need help? Yep. That's probably what it is. There we go. Or they just don't know what they what they want. And guests have repeatedly seen, felt, and heard apparitions in the area. What's interesting about this one is that the investigators actually hear the voice in real time, which sounds like a young girl. 
So that's just the way she says it. It's like get out. Like it doesn't sound like it sounds. It sounds sing songy. It sounds like a little kid joke. playing a joke. Yeah. And yep. did anybody else hear it? Get out twice. Because yes. I heard it. Get out. Yep. Get out. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Get out. Yep. Yeah. That was like um, like somebody walked into the room on her, and she's like, "Oh my god, get out of the room. Leave me alone." Right. Yeah, and I don't leave. Really, didn't really hear help us. I, that one was. I I heard it. it I can hear it, but yeah, it doesn't. It was. Faint. I don't know that one's. Yeah, it, it didn't sound like very like. Yeah, I don't know. Urgent for them to. So, for them like to maybe someone just needed hard. help with something, and she was like, "Will you guys help us with this? You're standing right there." Yeah. So I've I've been on board. Uh, my dad and I went and toured it, and um, I've actually experienced two of the, two of the sightings. Uh, one of the sightings was in the engine room uh, in one of the watertight doors. Uh, they were doing a test one day. I think it was in the like the 30s or 40s, um, or it might be might have even been the 50s. But they were doing a test, and they were. Um, bringing down the watertight doors uh and that was all done by flipping a switch up in the bridge but usually the the firefighters and the guys down there had a game to see how how many times you could get between compartments before the watertight door came down and a firefighter got crushed to death um, oh yeah that's right i remember you telling that story and I, I, I I felt him there, and I felt like he knew he kind of messed up, uh, and he was feeling sorry for for goofing around when it was serious. And then the other one was in the propeller room. Um, if you ever go there, um, they take you. The tour takes you back to where the aft pool was, which is. Um, in the back of the engine room and what they have done is they've actually cut two holes in the side of the ship and they made this room that went over the where the holes are and it's got a walkway you go out one way kind of loop around and basically what that walkway loops around is the ship's propeller um and then during world war ii uh the queen mary when she was troop ship um accidentally um, cut in the path of a British uh, destroyer, the USS Curacao, or the, the HMS Curacao, and cut that destroyer in half. And um, unfortunately, because the Queen Mary was at speed, she went through all the guys that were in the water and unfortunately chopped a couple guys up. And 
they have they have a light system down in the water shining on the propeller so you can see the propeller and uh, my dad was with me i saw a couple of guys down there and i didn't i didn't say anything to my dad because i didn't you know i didn't know if he knew anything about ghosts or or would feel weird about it but i just (laughs) i had a creepy feeling and as soon as i saw them i walked out back into the ship and uh, yeah, it was interesting. Mm. That's awesome. Well, guys, that was a fun show. I enjoyed listening and reviewing these EVPs um, with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I could probably do some more if my, my chair wasn't so uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, my body's like, yeah, you got to get up. My if I can get up, calling me, I might just kind of fall out the chair right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I just just, just uh, yeah, sleep on the floor. Um, Crawl your way to bed. CJ and Rhonda, thank you for joining us. Um, sure. Ladies, I know Rhonda will be on the show with us next week. We've got uh, Elizabeth Conley, Luna, and uh, She's God. Fun. His her boyfriend coming on. I can't think of his name. Nolan. Nolan, that's right. Mm-hmm. So we're having a paranormal free for all next week. Nice. And, um, all thank you, paranormal, for watching us. Really appreciate it. Um, all topics. We're gonna go, we're gonna go way deep into the woo. We're gonna go all the way like leprechauns, fairies. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna go all that's over fun. the place. Uh-huh next week and then the week after that we have our the freaking awesome christmas show so there's then uh after that we're i don't know so we'll, we'll see what happens but um again thank you guys for coming on uh cr what do you have coming up on um on my mind with cj and cr uh we actually don't have anything on the books uh for the rest of the year um I, I think we've kind of earned a little bit of a rest, but we are working on something. Uh, CJ, you want to kind of handle that and, and tell them the idea that we're working on? I have two for us, actually, because I just realized something the other day that I think we'll get. Um, it'll be easy for me to do it because it's mm. um, someone that I consider to be one of my own family members that we'll be speaking to. Um, but the first one is my friend Daniel. He actually, him and his father have been doing research on Jack the Ripper. And Ooh. guess who their main uh, their main suspect is? Um, famous author. Famous author. Author Colin Doyle. No, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it really? Yep. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. The evidence is fitting. Yep. Very much so. In fact, when uh, Arthur Conan Doyle got his doctorate degree, uh, Jack the Ripper sent in the Dear Boss letter and it said, they call me doctor now. And his handwriting and the way that that Arthur signed his letters and the way that Jack the Ripper signed those letters, exact same way. He never changed his signature. He would sign it Jack, Jack, but he would put the same... um, the same line at the very end that Arthur put on his letters. Mm-hmm. The handwriting is a match. And the way that um, Ripper chopped up his victims and cut into them is exact way that Arthur was taught how to do it in school. 
he was in fact taught under very dark lighting. The professor would take them into a darkly lit room and teach them how to how to cut into the bodies that were in the morgue. He would teach them how to do it under low light circumstances. I feel. And the cuts were very surgical as if a doctor had done them. A lot of people think that it was H.H. Holmes because uh, there, there are some gaps there. But, yeah, there's there's no MO to follow H.H. H. Holmes at all. In fact, right. there was no DNA. The person who started that story, that was BS. There was no DNA left behind. Mm-hmm. Ripper would have worn gloves, so he wouldn't have gotten his DNA all over the place. Right. Again, like a doctor wearing gloves during a surgical procedure. But no, H.H. H. Holmes would kill people, and then he would steal their insurance money. And he would he would basically take whatever they had after he tortured and murdered them. He did it for the torture. Um, The reason that we also think that it's Arthur Conan Doyle was because Doyle's father had, um, what was that disease called that people said they got from prostitutes back then? Syphilis. Syphilis. Syphilis, Yes. And for some reason, Doyle believed that he may have genetically inherited it from his father. So he was taking Mm. medication all the time to try and stop the syphilis virus that he thought he had, because there are some medicinal background scientific research that says, yes, you can in fact inherit it genetically from a family member. It's rare, but it'll happen. Um, And he said he thought his father was out messing around with prostitutes. So he developed a hatred for prostitutes. Oh, so, so we're going to put together good, that mystery. That's a good tease now, right there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So Daniel's published two books now. One is the, what's it called again? Something about like the mysterious case of Dr. Doyle or something like that. And the second one is called Doyle's World Lost and Found. So. Um, and what was the, the second show idea? Um, the second one is with my uncle, Scott Walter. Okay. And he is a. Oh, I, love, I love his show. I, is that the uh, the uh, America Unearthed? Yes. Or I watch I watch his show religiously. I want to I want to have him on on this on uh, this show. Talk to him. I used to watch. Uh, well, that'll be easy because uh, I talk to him every day of the week. So yeah, I would. Yeah, definitely. That would be. If you want him, I can great. get him for you. That's no <laughs> yeah, problem. You're in. That would be. <laughs> yeah. That would be, yeah, he's a 32nd degree uh, Mason in Anoka, Minnesota. And he is, he and I both are descendants of the Knights Templar, the original order from the 1100s. So um, both of us are descended from Grandmasters. That's awesome. He's a Sinclair that... Templar. I'm a Tremblay Temp- uh, descendant, Templar descendant. So um, both of us had a Grandmaster in the family. Um, his was part of the voyage to Nova Scotia to meet up with the Mi'kmaq and mine died in battle in the 1100s. So, um, but yeah, he's written the books. He has a new book coming out, um, in the spring and that will be about whether or not there is a connection to Oak Island with the Templar. Oh, cool. See, I Can't- never thought about that. Cool. That's, that's a possibility. Yeah, um, there's not. As far as as far as I've heard from him, there's not. If there was, it's a possible decoy location. 
But um, he has a lot to say on that island because he knows quite a bit about what's going on. He's been there and dug there before. So um, he'll have some stuff to say about that. And when his new book comes out, um, my website that I run for him, my Facebook page I run for him is um, going to be updating on the book release. Cool. So we should be getting, yeah. So I should be able to hook something up with him. I want to do it closer to February because I think he said he's getting ready for his book to be released in February. Sure. Okay, cool. Maybe you can do like a like maybe you can have him on your show, then you have him on my show. We can t- we can talk about his his book. Or we could get together and do a group thing so we can hit it all at once. Good. There we go. There we go. All right. We could do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'll all work right. that out with him and see what his schedule looks like. And because he said he wants to start doing more um podcasts and stuff like that when it gets closer to his book being released, because then he'll be able to give out more information about the book rather than saying, you'll have to wait until the book releases because yeah. he doesn't want to release too many secrets from the book. Otherwise why read it? Exactly. Yeah. You got, you got to give him just a taste of what yeah. of what's in the book. And boy, does he ever let you have it when he does. And then he'll hint at things mm-hmm. and you'd be like, well, tell us this, tell us that. And then he's like, <laughs> ah. Yeah. You, you know, I can't do that. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, he's actually messaging me right now. So I'm going to talk to him about doing awesome. that. Awesome. Awesome. I yeah. appreciate that. Rhonda, who do you have? What do you have coming up? We have on Sunday, it's going to be just open mic. It's going to be me and Howie and maybe a couple of the other um, hosts of the of the Riff Nation. So um, it's just kind of be open mic. We're just going to talk about whatever comes up. Um, um, then... For FPRI, we don't really have any more investigations until New Year's weekend. We're doing a public investigation at Belgrove on Saturday the 30th, and then we'll be at Belgrove again, of course, for New Year's Eve. And then the whole FPRI team, as I found out on a group chat today, will be at the cabin on Saturday night. Woohoo! Yeah, we've got our uh, annual toy drive at the cabin on 360 on uh saturday night so i'm super excited to have everybody back out there um we were actually um we had ghosted magazine out at the cabin last week um me dennis and howie were um interviewed for the magazine so it should be out here soon um these are the january issue but i think they said the article will be on the website here within the next week so Sweet. Uh, check out Ghosted Magazine. Um, and uh, yeah, they're really nice people, really great guys. And um, it was really fun to, to talk to them. And then, of course, on Saturday, we've got our toy drive. Um, Sounds like there's going to be a good crowd out there. I'm very excited mm-hmm. to see everyone. And uh, if you, we might do some lives while we're out there. So keep an eye out for that. Um, other than that, uh, you know, as far as stuff at the cabin, this is our last investigation um, until I don't know when. So, yeah. So, we might have a, a might have a fundraiser for uh, a young uh, family lost their their child to leukemia. Mm. Oh. I was just trying to figure out when to, when to have the fundraiser because the weather is so screwy around here in January. It's tough yeah. to, you know. Yep, January and February February around here. You just have no idea if we're going to have two feet of snow or it's going to be 70 degrees. Plus, I mean, no one wants, no one wants to go out into the woods 
for two or three hours when it's 30, 30 degrees outside. Right. Right. Which I realize is probably like 80 for you up in Minnesota, <laughs> but down here, tomorrow. How yeah, weird is it's that? supposed to be in the fifties and sixties going on into the weekend. Jeez, guys. Yeah. I thought she lived in, I thought she was cold. It's like in the thirties down here. It's supposed to be, but this is a weird year. Uh, El Nino. Yeah. Oh man. All right, guys. Thank you again for, for um, joining us. Yeah. Yeah. Right on the freaking awesome paranormal show. We'll be back here next week with Luna and Nolan. Yeah. Same freaking Same, awesome time. Same freaking awesome channel. All right, guys. Good night. Bye. Bye. Oh, my gosh.